This episode is brought to you by the Abundant Life Masterclass. I truly do believe that women can and should have it all. If you've ever felt like you had to choose between an amazing, booming business or career, a loving marriage, amazing friendships, and having the family you desire or financial success, this masterclass is for you. I'm sharing my five secrets to creating a truly abundant life. Click the link in the show notes or visit mymoneymogul.com slash class to sign up. Again, click the link in the show notes or visit mymoneymogul.com slash class to sign up. I'll see you there. You did not wake up today to be average. So why are we living that way? I truly do believe that God wants us to be wealthy. God desires for us to live our best You can have everything that you want in this life. You can have the money, the family, the marriage, the business, the car, whatever it is that you want. You can have it. Wealth is your birthright. You deserve to be wealthy. These are the secrets of a money mogul. The keys to living an abundant life. Hey moguls, welcome back to another episode of the Secrets of a Money Mogul podcast. I'm your girl, Jaleesa Ann, and I'm on a mission to help 1 million women reach financial freedom. Um, And that's one of the reasons for this podcast, but I don't only want women to reach freedom in their finances and in their wealth, but also in every area of their lives. Like I truly do, truly, truly, truly in my heart believe that You can and you should have it all. Um, You should have wealth and abundance in terms of money and in terms of fulfillment and career. And you should have it in terms of happiness. And you should absolutely have it in terms of family and love and support and all the things that we desire as human beings. Um, So... Y'all, it has been a little minute since I've had a conversation with you guys over the mic. I just want to thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Um, We're talking about a really, 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 really important topic to me, which is resistance. But before I get into that, I want to just have an open conversation. Have you guys ever made a mistake or or say for instance you said you were going to do something you said you were going to go to the gym three times a week you said you were going to stop eating cake or whatever it is and you didn't you didn't follow through on that thing that you said you were going to do and for some reason you just continue to like beat yourself up about not doing that thing, not going to the gym three times a week, not putting down that cake or not, you know, um, executing on your business the way that you should. And to the point where it almost feels like there's no return, like you just can't pick up the new, you can't pick it back up again. Like you feel like you can't go back to it. I hope you guys are understanding what I'm saying, but I just want to let y'all know that that is something that I have been struggling with lately. It's like, I, for some reason, didn't pick up my mic for a minute and I wasn't putting episodes out like I should. And I felt for some reason it was like, I can't, I can't go back. Like I messed it up already. I didn't stay 100% consistent. So that's it. I'm done. (laughs) 
And I don't know if I'm the only person that has ever struggled with that or I'm the only person that has ever felt like that. But I have really, 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 especially since becoming a mom and and trying to like run a business and be a mom and be a wife and 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 truly live what I stand for, like truly live an abundant life like I stand for, truly have the freedoms that I want all women to have. Um, And ever since I've been doing that. I find myself sometimes struggling with learning how to give myself grace, learning how to be like, it's okay that you fell off, but let's get back on because there are people waiting. So I don't know who this is touching. I don't know why God placed this on my heart for me to speak about this at the top of this episode, but I want you to know that if that's something that you are struggling with, sis, you are not alone you are not alone at all because I am there I have been there I never turn on this mic I never get in front of a camera I never get on stage and pretend to be perfect I'm not perfect I am living my life in a way that I hope can be an example to any woman out there who feels like maybe she's not enough, maybe she hasn't done enough, maybe she doesn't deserve the things that she's really, really desiring. And I'm here to tell you today, like we've all struggled with it. I struggle with it. But it's time for you to step into your next level and step into your destiny and stop letting these things keep you from it, right? Stop letting mistakes, stop letting disappointment, stop letting the fact that you didn't follow through with what you said you were going to do. Stop letting that keep you down because at the end of the day, you can make a decision to pick up the mic again, to pick up your gym, your gym bag again, to, you know, um, start your business again, to, to do whatever it is again, to learn how to love again and accept love again. So I don't know why I felt the need to just say that before we get started on this episode, but I want to talk about a topic that is very much aligned with what I'm just talking about, which is resistance. Because the truth of the matter is some of us expect for when we want to change our lives, when we want to change our financial futures, when we want to change anything about ourselves, our bodies, whatever it might be, we expect change to be easy. And I don't know who told us that, but I want to let you know today that change hurts. Sometimes it hurts to change your life. Sometimes it will cost you everything you have to become the person that you want to be. So in today's episode, today's episode is titled, It Hurts to Change Your Life, How to Overcome Resistance. And I'm going to give you guys some practical tools on how you can overcome this resistance that you might be feeling. Um, and this resistance that might actually be the, the thing that's really holding you back. The thing that's really stopping you from taking the action steps necessary in order to proceed with, with what God's called you for. So we're just going to get right into it because I think I've probably um, gone on and on about I've already spent time talking about what I felt like was on my heart. So we're going to get right into today's content and we're going to talk about the first way to overcome resistance is to recognize that resistance is natural. Resistance is natural. No matter what you do, 
you will face some type of resistance. I don't care what it is. Um, It can be financial resistance. It can be emotional resistance. It can be spiritual resistance. It can be physical resistance, right? Have you ever like thought that you were going to start a workout plan and all of a sudden like your leg starts hurting or your stomach doesn't feel right and now all of a sudden you can't go to the gym because you just physically feel sick, right? Or say for instance, I don't know about you guys, but maybe you're trying to save money or lose weight or whatever your goal might be and all of a sudden they open up one of your favorite restaurants I'm not talking about like one of the ones you like going to sometimes I'm talking about your favorite 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 um favorite restaurant they open it up right by your house they're always having happy hours with the exact thing that you love on special so now you feel the urge to go out to spend the money and to spend the, you know, spend the calories and take whatever the food is that they happen to have at that particular restaurant. So these things happen to us all the time. These things happen to us constantly. And it's normal. It's normal for us to feel resistance. It's normal for things to happen to where we want to turn around right? We want to, we want to give up. We want to throw in the towel. We want to say, you know what? I'm, I'm ready to go back to my old life. I'm ready to go back to, to, um, my, my, whatever I was doing previously, (laughs) right? I'm ready to go back to not working out. I'm ready to go back to eating bad. I'm ready to go back to not saving money. You know, I'm ready to go back to my old habits because we felt some type of resistance. And that brings me to number two, which is the second point, which is resistance is not a sign to give up. We take things so personal. You know, I've had clients and even myself, it's like you have one client that quit one client that quit and and maybe they didn't pay their their invoice this one particular client and so all of a sudden you take it so personal and you feel like it's a sign that you need to give up it's a sign that you need to um that you know that you shouldn't have been in business anyway you you should you should have been doing something else like and it could just be a little bit of resistance, but it could just be something personal that was happening with that client that you have no idea. You're not privy to that information because you're not God. And maybe God doesn't doesn't feel like that information needs to be revealed to you. But there are certain things in our lives that are happening that are all a part of his plan. And we take them so personally. It's like I have resistance, you know, I go to a particular workout class and they switched my favorite teacher. So that means I shouldn't be doing that workout anyway. You know, it kind of almost sounds ridiculous when you say it out loud, but I know, I know for a fact, I know I see it with my clients. I see it with my friends. I see it in myself. The times where we take resistance so personally, where we take it as a sign that we need to give up, where we take it as like, you know, I had an unexpected expense. So, so that means, you know, I need to, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be, um, 
going on this debt-free journey anyway. I just need to go back to my own particular lifestyle that I was doing before. We take things so personally. Um, And I know that I'm not the only person. I know that there are others out there like me and I've helped women to overcome these things, to overcome this, this resistance that they're feeling and taking this resistance so personally. We do it even in love when it comes to, you know, loving another individual. I've met so many people and even back before I met my husband, way before I met my husband, you know, back when, when, When I was dating, there was things that I would take personally, like, oh, you know, this person cheated or this person treated me wrong. That just means I'm supposed to be single forever. I hear my friends say that all the time. I hear people say that all the time. Like, this just means I'm supposed to be single forever. This just means I'm not supposed to get married and have kids. This just means whatever. And it doesn't necessarily mean that. We're, first of all, assuming something we're taking it personally and we're using natural resistance as a way to quit, as a way, um, as a sign, as a sign to give up. And then we sometimes we even have the nerve to call in God to that, right? Be like, oh, God, this must be your sign that I'm supposed to be single forever. This must be your sign that I don't need to be doing this business anyway when it can absolutely not be a sign from God. It can absolutely be our own personal resistance, our own personal will, or even the a plan of the enemy, a plot of the enemy to take us to take us out. To have us doing not what we were called to do, but have us distracted, have us doing something else, have us feeling like we can't go back to God's plan because we've we've faced some type of resistance. So that's number two. Number two is do not see resistance. Uh, Resistance is not a sign to give up. We take resistance way too personal. So I want to talk about number three right now. So number three, number three, which is the third way um, to overcome resistance is to expect the best. I've said this before, and this is one of those things that I'm going to say until I'm blue in the face. So if you listen to this podcast, be prepared to hear this over and over again. But sometimes, you know, God needs us to hear things on repeat until we actually get it, until it actually clicks, which expect the best. We do not get in life what we want. We do not get in life what we wish for. We get in life what we expect and what we work for, what we take action towards. So expect the best. Expect good things to happen to you. Expect for there to be resistance, but for you to overcome it. Expect for you to be able to continue forward throughout this resistance. Expect for you to be able to actually succeed. Stop expecting to fail. Stop expecting to quit. Stop expecting to to face so much adversity that you can't even continue forward. So that's one of the tips that I've always talked about with my clients is how do we begin to expect the best and not just expect the best, but stay prayed up. Right. Stay prayed up. 
Pray for God's favor in your life. Expect for God to open new doors and do the things that he has said that he would do to put things on the table that people said that you would never, ever have. Sometimes there are things or instances that have happened in our lives. Like for me, growing up in the household that I grew up in, you know, um, for those of you who know my story, you know that my mom was a single mother my entire life. And and um, she was also a teenage mother. So she had me when she was very young and we struggled throughout um, our throughout our lives like really struggled, not just not just a little bit. Um, and one of the things that I noticed was that I became comforted by struggle because it was what I was used to. Um, and so when things in my life would happen, I would expect there to be some type of struggle. I would expect for th- for the same thing to happen to me as it did when I was a child, because that was what was familiar to me. And that familiarity um, was comforting to me. So even though I wanted to rise above that, even though I wanted more for myself, and I wanted to have more freedom and to have the money freedom and not to live this life of struggle for whatever reason I was expecting to struggle. So that's what I was getting. I was getting more circumstances, more situations in which I had to struggle. So the moment I would get a little bit of extra money, all of a sudden, guess what? Car needs work. Whenever I would get a little bit of extra money, guess what? It's time to renew my lease. But they're not raising the rent $20 or $40 or whatever it might be. You know, the, the rent is going way up um, every time I, 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 I thought I was doing well in my career path or being promoted or something. I'd get laid off. You know, even when it comes to my business, there are so many times that like every time I think I'm gaining the type of momentum that I need in my business for it to really take off, there's some type of resistance, right? There's whether it it, it comes from me um, not following through, not showing up the way that I need to, but there's some type of resistance. So a lot of us are conditioned to find comfort in that struggle, And you have to decide that you no longer want to find comfort in where you are. You no longer want to be in a lukewarm situation or a lukewarm, lukewarm water. If you guys remember the story that I told from um, the last episode about how to cook a frog, which um, I'll refer you back to that episode. So I don't have to tell the whole story again, but some of us are just so conditioned to comfort to kind of like sleepwalking through life and i think that's one of the things that i really 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 want women and especially um all women really but one of the things that i really want women to be able to overcome and that's the sleepwalking this 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 finding comfort and struggle if you've grew up anything like i did and Knowing that you are that it's okay to expect better. It's okay to expect prosperity. It's okay to expect abundance. It's okay to expect love. It's okay to expect good things to happen to you. One of the things that I had to do when I wanted to switch my mindset from expecting struggle and expecting um, pain and expecting bad things to happen to me was I had to stop calling certain people I don't know if you guys have ever called somebody and they didn't answer their phone 
and they immediately text you back, oh my God, what's wrong? Right? Because they're expecting for it to be something bad. And this is somebody like, you might talk to them every day. I talk to my mom like every day. I sometimes talk to her three, four times a day, but there are times that I will call her and she will literally answer the phone. What's wrong? What happened? And I'm like, why are we expecting something bad to happen? Why does something have to be wrong? I call you every day at the same time. Why all of a sudden are we expecting bad? So changing our perspective to expect something good, expect something positive, expect good things to happen to us and pray for those good things. Pray for those good things and allow them to come into our life, even with a little bit of resistance, the resistance that we're going to be pushing through. So let's get into number four. Number four, which is the fourth way to overcome resistance, is we have to be very, very clear about our end goal, about where it is that we're trying to go, what it is that we're trying to accomplish. And I don't want you guys to be to stumble on this step because there are a lot of women I meet and a lot of a lot of clients that I work with who aren't very clear about what they want. You know, they are not in a situation where their life is extremely bad. They just know that they want something more. They maybe feel like they are kind of sleepwalking through life, you know, just moving from one day to the other without really doing anything purposefully or without really going out. You know, they feel like they're destined for something more. So they don't necessarily know the goal. They just want more. But once you've noticed that, you have to begin to pray and ask God for the goal, but you also have to seek, seek, seek the goal. And, you know, when God gives you something or when you know that like, okay, I'm supposed to be a business owner, I'm supposed to own a multi-million dollar business, I'm supposed to have, you know, five kids or whatever, and I'm supposed to be the most amazing mother to these kids and not have to worry about them financially because I'm going to be so financially secure and I'm still going to have children. I'm still going to have a loving and amazing marriage. And you're clear about that goal, right? You're clear about the goal to have, and that's quite a few goals. So let's just start with one. You're clear about the goal to have an amazing marriage. And one of the first personal development books that I read was Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of the habits, I think it's like habit number two or three, he talks about beginning with the end in mind, meaning that you know exactly what you're working towards. You know exactly the end goal and where you're striving for. So when you begin your task, you know that if I sit down at this computer, my goal is to write um, so many blog posts or, you know, as I'm entering into this relationship, my goal is to have a loving and lasting marriage. So every step you know, everything that we are doing should be moving towards that goal. And in the event that we begin doing something that does not lead towards a loving and amazing marriage, then maybe I need to reroute or maybe I need to let this person go so that I can find the individual that will allow me to have that. So beginning with the the end in mind. You have to see where you're going before you get there. So that way, it's easier for you to outline the necessary steps. It's easier for you to sit down with the coach or a therapist or a mentor, whatever it is that 
you need in your life at that particular moment, it's easier for you to see where you're going because you have a clear goal or what steps need to take place because you have a clear goal. So that's going to be number four, which is be very clear about the end goal. I hope you I hope you guys got your your pen and paper and you're writing this down because you guys know I can talk very fast (laughs) sometimes. And I definitely want you guys to catch this information because this podcast has been on my heart for a little minute. So let's talk about the fifth way to overcome resistance. And if you guys are looking for a book on resistance or overcoming resistance, I highly, 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 highly recommend the war of art. So not the art of war, the war of art. And I don't remember the exact, um, I don't remember the exact, uh, author, but I will put the link to the book in the show notes. So that way, if you're interested in purchasing the book, you can um, go ahead and purchase that book. But this particular, this particular lesson, or this particular number, number five is specifically from that book, The War of Art. And one of the things that he talks about that book is becoming a pro. So stop thinking of yourself as an amateur. Uh, If you think of yourself as an amateur, you will perform like an amateur. And as you perform like an amateur, you will get amateur results. So one of the things he talks about that book is making a decision to turn pro. And so here's what he says. Um, This is a direct quote from the book, The War of Art, where he says, turning pro is like kicking a drug habit or stopping drinking. It's a decision to which we recommit every day. 12-step programs say one day at a time. The professional says the same thing. One day at a time, one thing at a time, one goal at a time. I've talked about this, especially in the episode of how to be an overnight success. We want instant results. And because we want instant results, we miss the big picture. Like don't miss where you can be in five years because you're so anxious and so upset and so, you know, trying to do some kind of get rich quick, quick, quick scheme to get rich this year. When you don't realize that if you just committed for the next five years or the the next 10 years, you could, you could exceed your goal. I think it's Tony Robbins. I've seen Tony Robbins live a couple times and I love, I love um, listening to him and I love a lot of his teachings. And one of the things he teaches about is that he says we overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in five years or 10 years. So, you know, sometimes we're so hard on ourselves because we don't accomplish five million things in a year that we miss the mark. We miss the opportunity to really do something great in five years. So decide to become pro. Decide that you're not, you're no longer going to treat your situation. You're no longer going to treat your life. You're no longer going to treat your relationships and you're no longer going to treat your money like you are an amateur. You're going to treat yourself like you are a pro. 
You're going to go pro. You're going to practice like a pro. You're going to execute like a pro and you're going to show up like a pro every day, every day. So that brings me to our last and final tip, final, final, um, final thing, which is final step to overcoming resistance, which is just keep swimming. I know I've said this tip before on this podcast because I cannot emphasize it enough. Everything that you want in life, you have to take action towards. Everything. Everything you have to show up for. Yes, you can have God's favor. Yes, you can have God's grace. But you have got to take action. You have got to get up and move your feet. The Bible says, ask and you shall receive. Asking is an action. Seek and you will find. Seeking is an action. Knock. Knocking is an action. Knock and the door will be open to you. Some of us are too busy just sitting there staring at the door, wishing, hoping, praying that it will open. Allowing all the resistance in the world to keep us from actually physically knocking, actually physically trying to open the door, actually physically moving forward. So just keep swimming. Consistent consistent action. Consistent action will get you further than anything else anything else and I I'm a testament to that I feel like no matter what no matter how slow it is uh no matter how long it takes I will continue to take consistent action I will continue to take put one foot in front of the other and move forward so you have to have that never give up attitude never give up so I think that that is all that I have for you guys today um I hope that this podcast was helpful please do me a favor and share it with a friend be sure to check out my new masterclass, which the link is going to be in the show notes um for you all so please feel free to check that out and share with a friend tell someone that you know or you love I know you know three people who could use this information So tell someone that you love about this podcast and help them to overcome resistance also. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great day. Bye.